And now, coming to you from the shadow of America's mountain, Rocky Mountain Revival Radio presents Waymaker Ministries. Welcome to Waymaker Ministries. I'm your host, Ethan. With me today is all is my always amazing co-host, Lily Phillips. <laughs> Lily, how Hi. are you doing today? Howdy, I'm doing real well. How are you doing, Ethan? Good. All right. Before we get into today's show, I just want to get a few housekeeping items out of the way. Check out the show's website, waymaker.rmrr.life, yep, for all the latest information <laughs> and updates about the show. There is a contact us form to submit feedback, comments, suggestions, or to be a guest or recommend a guest on the show. If you need prayer, there are two ways for us to partner with you in prayer. The first way you can do that is the prayer request form on the website. We would love to stand in prayer for for you and with you. Or you can write us at prayer at waymaker.rmrr.live. And that will be down near Lily's chin. So that it will be that way. <laughs> like and subscribe to the show's YouTube page. We can also be found on all of your favorite podcast sites. You can also find a listing of those to on the Waymaker website under the the show archive link and that will also be somewhere it will either be on video if you're watching on video or it will be in the description depending upon how the editor wants to do it Uh, where am I oh uh, (laughs) follow us on Facebook for additional content and information if you like to show in the show's content and feel led to donate to us there are links to do so on the website, the show description below, and for those watching on your screen. All right, we have another amazing show for you today, and today's episode is titled uh, Words of Knowledge and Wisdom. There we go. <laughs> you need a word of knowledge to help us remember what episode we're on. <laughs> yes, and this is episode 107. 107. Wow. Seven's a good number. At least it's not six. Oh, yeah. And if no you like six. Yeah. And if you like the show and the show. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let me restart that. If you like. <laughs> and if you like the sh- today's show, we encourage you to share it with your friends, family, co workers, etc. Because sharing is caring. Before Indeed. we jump into today's topic. We have some commercials. We do. We do. We do. What are those commercials? Okay. Don't skip ad now. Don't. Because they're always fun to watch. Don't (laughs) skip ad now. (laughs) Although you probably could because of the bookmarks on. Don't tell them that. Oh, wait. Never mind. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. The editor cut that part out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What are our. Commercials. Should I start us oh, off with the Redemption well, Squad commercial? Not yet. Thank you for asking, though, Lily, because our first commercial is R- is RMRR and Waymaker Ministries is now partnered with Bite Tag. Bite Tag is the safest and most advanced pet tag on the market. It allows you to create a personal profile for you and your pet. The tag has GPS tracking 
activated by the person who, who finds your dog or scans the QR the QR code hmm. on the tag. Is it only for dogs, or can I you have hey, one? As, you can as, have it for on, my pet, Bearded Dragon. Or you something? can have it on any of your pets. And That's so handy. Yeah. And so it, it's really easy to install. Um, you go into it. You uh, There will be photos on the screen to show you what it looks like. So the photo, it's it's basically you go on, you create, you go onto the website, you create a an, a, an account for you and your dog. You can put as much information or as little information as you want. You can put in my my your dog's birthday, your dog's height, your dog's gender. You can put in like because our dog, uh, she's a she's a rat terrier mix. She loves like she is shy, but once she gets to know you, she will lick the death out. Like she will lick you to death. She will love on you. <laughs> she will snuggle you, but she will be shy at first. And we put that in there. We put that on her tag. And so yeah, little character traits. Yeah. And <laughs> so like cute. it's basically you can put like traits or whatever. And so by tat, there's no monthly there's no monthly or annual service or subscription fees. So there's nothing. You don't have to pay anything for this. Um well, that's I mean, nice. I don't know about y'all, but I hate it when I look at my bank account and see some random charge for like Spotify taking out. I was like, dang it, that came out. Well, I mean, you do have to buy the tag, so I guess yeah. you do have to. But there's spend no like subscription charge. Money. That's really nice. But yeah, there's no subscription charge. There's no service fee. So there's nothing, but you just have to pay for the tag. So, um, and Byte Tag puts your privacy first. Byte Tag is truly the last pet tag you will ever need. That is true. It is like it is. So useful and it is like we don't have to buy we don't have to upgrade her tags at all all we have to do is just at, change the information on her tag like literally all we have to go do is go into her account and change a few things like we don't have to buy we don't have to create a new tag we don't have to do anything it is the perfect handy tag for any of your pet and as an additional bonus if you use discount code rmrr15 i wish it was waymaker uh, Waymaker <laughs> Ministries. I really wish we had our own discount code. But if it's you use okay. RMRR15, you get a 15% discount off of the purchase price. So it, it's back to the original price, but you will get a 15% discount off of your purchase. Okay, Lily, next commercial, go! Okay, Redemption Squad. I'm so excited for this one, as always. So if you guys are in the area of Colorado Springs, Colorado, or maybe just, you know, in the United States, just as long as you're on the North American continent, this is driving distance for you. You should come out to us, Central Campus at Radiant Church off of Maisland Road in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I don't know the zip code because I just learned my own zip code, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you should join us on the 28th and 29th for the Redemption Squad Outreach. So on Friday, the 28th of April, I believe, uh, we will be meeting at Radiant Church Central Campus at 6 o'clock to pack all the boxes full of uh, provisions for our neighbors because we want to go out on the streets the following Saturday, usually leave at about 1045. We start rounding up at the church at 10 to pray and take communion, though. We will leave the church with our provision boxes 
that Saturday and go to a poor kind of rough neighborhood just full of people that need some extra help. And we're going to hand out these boxes full of food and hygiene products and whatever else they may need to our neighbor and show uh, them the love of Christ, really. Yeah. And I would love to see you guys there. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. Like, there's just so much. Like, it is so incredible that because like wasn't it in one of the one of the times that we went out like in one of the locations like one of the neighborhoods that they went to there were three churches in that area and none of them were yeah. doing an outreach so like yeah we so took- one neighborhood yeah they were Go. like wow i've lived here for 20 years and none of the churches actually in our neighborhood has done anything like this and you know walking to the neighborhood it just felt so dead but people really quickly woke up and came to life whenever we stirred them to awakening with some words of God, words of prayer, words of love. Yeah. Um, and I should also say this before we continue with our commercials and we continue with Redemption Squad. Also, if you have not watched um, the uh, the previous uh, spiritual gifts, those will be... Uh, on the YouTube page, so you guys can go yep. look at those if you have if this is your first episode and you can look at any previous episodes. Um, okay, but anyway, so uh, like it's it's just a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, is so that what's our you- next commercial, Ethan? Oh well, thank you for asking. <laughs> um, our next commercial is Valentine Comfort Shoes. <gasps> that sounds really good. I'm just wearing socks right now. Well, so Valentine Comfort yep. Shoes is. A veteran, yeah, veteran-owned business by mm-hmm. our by Radiant Church's own Sean and Amy Blake. Um, they are amazing people, and they are very close friends with me, with me and my, with me and my dad, the host of RMRR. Uh, we we have um, like they are amazing people. They are incredible followers of G- of Jesus. Um, it is a f- it is a faith. It is a veteran owned business. If you want to go in or like if you're having knee pain or back pain and you just or you just need new shoes, stop by and say, hey, Sean, hey, Amy or whoever. Just go by and say, hello, can I have some new shoes or say somehow say that you need new shoes and they'll they'll definitely point you in the right direction for shoes that will fit for your needs and and they will fit for you. Uh, my dad went in a few weeks ago and he bought new shoes and uh, he's been wearing them since. Like they, uh, I'm not him, but from what I've heard, they are incredible. Um, or if you don't need shoes and you just want to stop by from, if you need some prayer, just stop by and say, Hey, Sean, can you pray with me? Because they are certified prayer, prayer warriors. Let's say that prayer warriors. Yep. They got a license for Jesus. <laughs> a license for jesus i love that and so yeah, they just would be, imagine them yeah. pulling out like one of those fbi badges yeah, yeah fbi I pray for you prayer yeah. badge. <laughs> um but so i can't imagine sean doing that i could she, i could too. see him see that <laughs> i could see that um but stop by and say hello um and and uh we've gotten it right a couple of times but that little location will be somewhere um okay our next commercial is holy rebel book 
Um, it is a book written by Radiant Church's own lead pastors, Pastor Todd and Kelly Hudnall. They have been writing this book for a while, and they per- and they published it a while back ago. Um, and they they it is like Mario Murillo and Lou Engel and and some of their friends have written about this book. Um, and, and uh, there there it's it, it is an amazing book. Um, from what we've read, it is such an amazing book. Um, and you can you can get it on Audible, I believe, or though where where you can get it will be. Uh, either on video or it will be in the sh- show description if you want to go check that book out. Um, and for our final commercial, this is why are you guys looking for is, is does someone want to play guitar? Do you guys want to play guitar? Do you or do you want do you just want to get a new guitar? Um, well, Wyoming Custom Guitars is the place for you. Custom and hand crafted guitars built in green river wyoming bill palmer has been writing music singing music and playing guitars since 1979 he's that old links will be down below in the description either near lily or they will be in the show description (laughs) um and those links are wyoming custom guitars com if you want to go check that out and there's no spaces in between those so just look up wyoming custom guitars no spaces.com um and you can look at some of the guitars that my grandpa has been building or you can if you want to listen to some music that he has uh published you can go look at two guys with guitars.com and that is t w o not like the number two or to or too because that would be to someone else's website so and we don't want that yeah (laughs) so um that is all we have for commercials today so let's get into it um got a real good show planned for you guys this is a continuation on the spiritual gifts series and today we will be studying words of knowledge and wisdom so, Ethan, do you have any initial thoughts on this topic? Yeah, so the first one is, the. so I have some descriptions here that I'll read. The word, mm-hmm. the gift of knowledge. This gift is also known as the word of knowledge or er, utterance of knowledge. The word of knowledge, the gift of knowledge is an understanding of the things in this world and in our lives that is founded in the gospel and rooted in the, in, in the scriptures. This gift is closely related to the gift of wisdom. Someone with this gift will bring about understanding and, and to inform the church of individual believers or individual believers. The person with this gift is usually well, well uh, versed in the scriptures and often has much uh, committed to me- and has much has much committed to memory. They can retain the truth and com- and com- I'm very I'm having trouble speaking and can <laughs> communicate it efficiently at the appropriate times the gift of knowledge allows the believer uh, a believer to re- to relate the the scriptures and particularly the gospel of Jesus Christ 
to all aspects of life in this world, they can see how. Uh, give me one second. Uh, da, 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 da. They can see how scripture. Uh, they can see how it connects to every situation and circumstance, and how it really and how the reality and truth of the gospel is in, is to inform every decision a Christian makes. There we go. I had to, I had to go to my other sheet. My bad. <laughs> okay, and the next one, the gift of wisdom. This gift is given to not only in not to not only impart the truth and understanding to believers but to invoke a response a response of holiness and worship li li lived out in the world and among god's people it was like i'm one of those old record players that just like it will continuously say word <laughs> invoke invoke <laughs> <laughs> Wisdom does not end with knowledge, but it ex it ex is expressed in transformed hearts and lives. Someone with this gift is in deep understanding of the holiness of God and the lack of holiness in their own heart hearts. They can recognize in this the this in others as well. And have the compassion and boldness to share the truth with them. They are able to take their own life experiences and share what God has taught them through these things. They can easily recognize where the where a decision or action may lead, and can warn the against those that may be harm, harmful or unfruitful. They can often see through the confusion of a situation and can give direction that would help an individual or god or group obtain a god glorifying goal the church also needs those with the with the spiritual gift of wisdom to guide her through un, uncertain and difficult times so before i send it off to you lily i want to just talk about this really quickly um so we were talking before the show and um so i was talking about how i was i was praying for one of our friends and someone that we're gonna have on the show soon um and and so and and so like i got a word today that uh, from god that i was supposed to pray for this person and um and and so i what what do you you said it was a word of knowledge no, it's gonna be a word of wisdom because Thank you. it's not only that God's telling you, "Oh, this person's having a hard time," you know, that's just a piece of information. But wisdom is applying that to your life and telling you, "Pray because this person is having a hard time." Wisdom tells you what to do, and yeah. God told you to pray. So that'd be a word of wisdom. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Um, now I'm going to pass it, the torch over to you, Lily. Yeah. So, um, well, we did some word study on these, but I always love to go back to the original language. You guys know me and just see how they were intended to be used. These words in the original context and in the original language of which God wrote about them through these people. So the word word translated to the ancient greek language is logos 
It's something said, a motive, a reason, a divine expression. Knowledge, this word, is gnosis. And I think I said that right. I'm not sure. Gnosis <laughs> is doctrine, knowledge, reason, and a plan. I believe you said both of those words correctly. I believe. Cool. I believe. <laughs> and then the last one, wisdom. This is Sophias. Um, if you're named Sophia by any chance, well, this is where your name comes from. <laughs> it's of either human or divine wisdom, insight, or skill. But of course, since we're talking about the spiritual gifts, we're going to be talking about the divine wisdom, insight, and skill. So before we get really deep, it's important to really separate these two because there's so much overlap, but wisdom goes deeper. So knowledge is more to do with the understanding of a fact, way to study information in the Bible, something that may be new to you. But wisdom is associated with interpreting insight and the skill of studying itself and also applying that knowledge you obtained. So wisdom is deeper knowledge. It's when you receive a word of knowledge, you receive the secret piece of information from the Lord that you never knew and you never could have known on your own. Suddenly in some new revelatory way, you may see something that you had not ever perceived. Your eyes are opened. Wisdom is only different because it goes deeper. You gained knowledge and understanding, but now you gain insight too to bring this word to completion. So we really wanted to do words of knowledge and wisdom after discernment and interpretation because in a way, these two um, partner with each other, knowledge and wisdom. Very similar to how discernment and interpretation partner with each other. So interpretation tells you what something means and discernment tells you what to do and where to go with that information. But knowledge kind of tells you a fact. This secret sin is in someone's heart. This person is having a hard time. This person is about to receive bad news, be a friend to them. Wisdom applies it to life. So wisdom is like, you need to rebuke this person for that secret sin in their heart. Knowledge just tells you about it. Wisdom is like, you need to pray for this person because they are going through a bad time. This uh, knowledge just tells you the fact of the matter. So so it's almost um, like um, you get a word of knowledge and then the word of wisdom is basically how you're supposed yes. to use that in an action, basically. Mm -hmm. it's so so it's often like, throughout scriptures, they go together. Yeah. So it's basically like mm -hmm. the word of knowledge is like the information and then the word of wisdom is the action that you're supposed to take yes. with that knowledge. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep, you got it. I'm so, big brain. <laughs> most of the time. So this wasn't this scripture wasn't in my notes, but I feel led to read it as Proverbs two. If you guys will flip your Bibles okay, with me it. or if you're driving or something. Yeah. If you're driving or something, then I'll read it to you. Please don't. <laughs> please don't open your Bible yeah. if you're reading. if you're driving. Yeah. Please maybe just wait. Please just just <laughs> so, wait. Please. Proverbs 2, verse 1, it says, My son, if you will receive my sayings and treasure my commandments within you, make your ear attentive to wisdom, incline your heart to understanding. For if you cry for discernment and lift your voice for understanding, if you seek for her as silver and search for her as hidden treasure, then you will discern the fear of the Lord and you will discover the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, and from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. 
He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. So we know that we are to lift our voice for understanding. We're to cry out for discernment. We're to make your ear attentive to wisdom. This is something that we intentionally pursue after. It's not that wisdom just comes running to us. We have to embrace her. We have to claim her. We have to hold hands with her and walk with her. But it's not just walking beside her. It's this intentionality of it. There's no coincidence when you walk with wisdom and knowledge of God. Um, Another scripture that I really want to dive into is Ezekiel 13, 1 through 3. And I had never read this scripture before today. It's just something that the Lord came to me with. Uh, this oh, afternoon, think, and I'm so grateful he did. I think I know this scripture. I think I'm pretty sure yeah. I know this. Okay, cool. You you may do. I know Ethan loves to study the Old Testament prophets and stuff. <laughs> uh, no, I so, do. Like I've studied sm- some of the scriptures, not all of them. Yeah, most of them. Yeah. Uh, hold so on, this I'm is Ezekiel 13, 1 through three. Hold on, I'm turning my Bible. Wait. <laughs> hold on, I'm trying to get to it. You said 1, 3? 13, 1 through 3. Oh, 13, 1 through 3. Dang it. Yeah. It was close. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go on and start reading. It says, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who prophesy, and say to those who prophesy from their own inspiration, Listen to the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Woe to the foolish prophets who are following their own spirit and have seen nothing. Oh, Israel, your prophets have been like foxes among ruins. So <clears throat> the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel, right? It was mm-hmm. a word of knowledge. Yes. He told him that this secret of man concerning the false prophets was abounding in Israel. Yes. Men who do not know heavenly things, but there is no profound and fleshly knowledge. And this is what they used to bewilder those people of Israel. This is what they used to the secular knowledge. It's yes. not a word of the Lord. The secular knowledge that you can gain from any university, any study, any teacher. This is what they used to lead people astray from following the Lord and to follow them. They had this rich charisma that led to poverty. So that's a word of knowledge. The Lord told him about this secret information. How would Ezekiel know? about the false prophet. How would Ezekiel know about these people who just listen from their own inspiration, but they're not actually listening to the word of the Lord? God says they hear nothing, but this didn't cease a word of knowledge. Like I said before, these two things are partnered with each other. God didn't just say, oh, by the way, this is happening. He told Ezekiel what to do. He told him to prophesy against these pseudo prophets of Israel to prophesy against them, to continuing to continue listening to the real Lord and not be led astray by the inspiration of the self, the flesh, or even Satan. This is what you do. This is how you stand amongst these people. This is what God tells Ezekiel. And that is a word of wisdom. That is this, okay, I know this. Now I know what to do. It's actually applicable to your life. Um, something that we see all the time is the Bible doesn't relate to me. The Bible is outdated and it God just 
doesn't understand. The God of the Bible just doesn't understand this modern era we're in. That's not true. He gives us these present words of wisdom still, these words of knowledge still for the people around us, these people that have been raised up in this current generation. Um, Sometimes we receive words of knowledge for comprehension of the Bible, but other times I get to see a a person and just know exactly what's going on and how they're feeling because God revealed that to me. But God doesn't stop there because then I wouldn't know what to do. I would be overwhelmed. Well, Lord, you showed me that this person has such bad family problems and their parents are about to get a divorce and they're in an abusive relationship and they're struggling with pornography. What do you want me to do? You just told me that. Child, I want you to pray with them. I want them to show you the real love of God that they have never experienced before. I want you to tell them that there's better things for them than pornography and self-harm and speaking so cynically about themselves in this despair. I want you to tell them that they don't have to cling to hopelessness. That's a word of wisdom. And then once you receive all these things, it still doesn't stop there because God gives us strength. He gives us strength to bear that knowledge and to carry out that word of wisdom. So, Ethan, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I, I don't really have any thoughts on it other than, like, it's just that, like, when when you, I feel like when, when someone gets a word of knowledge, the first thing that they should do is, is turn to scripture. Cause that's a yeah. good, cause that's a good way of knowing if it's from God or not, because God will yeah. put things in scripture to help with what we, yeah. with what we need, which is, uh, and so, like, the first thing that we should do is we should turn to Scripture. Then we mm-hmm. should also pray about it. We yes, should say, always test the Spirit. Yeah, always test the Spirit. So always, so the first thing that you should do is is read the Bible, and then, then you should ask, you should pray about it. You should be like, God, is this from you, or God, is this from someone else? Is it? And if I know many people are like, did Jesus come in the flesh when they're testing a spirit? And if you hear nothing, then that must mean that a demon just fleed from you. Well, because you hear, this is me. Then of course that must be Christ. Well, because like then the other thing that you should do is like you should be praying that God, what you if if it is from God and He says this is from me, or if He gives you a sign or something like that, you should. You should pray, God. How do you want me to use this? How do you? Yes. Or how I've prayed it sometimes. God, if this is from yes. you, how do you want me to? How do you want me to use it? How do you want me to to go along? Go, go, uh, go on with this. Yes. And, and then that's where the word of wisdom comes in. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then you'll get a word Ask of the who, what, when, where questions. Yeah. You know. So like where like here's where Where you, do you want me oh, to say yeah, this yeah and like, so like what do you want me to say who yeah, do you want like, me to say this to when do you want me to say it how do you want me to say it yeah this is so we can be better mouthpieces of god and be sure of exactly how we're representing him yeah yep and so that's what i have back to you lily <laughs> oh cool we just had like some of the same thoughts wow that was fun <laughs> great minds think alike okay So I was thinking of other major scriptures that have words of knowledge and wisdom, but may not be recognized for having these gifts. And something that's so interesting to me is that whenever 
I asked someone about a story that has a word of knowledge or wisdom in it from the Bible. They always reference New Testament scripture. And you see words of knowledge and wisdom so abundantly in Acts and John. Like uh, in John 4, Jesus went to a woman at the well and got this word of knowledge that, you know, she has not one husband, but many. And he had this word of wisdom to invite her to drink the living water instead of just constantly feeling dehydrated on water only the earth can give her. And also in Acts, you know, you see that so much with the founding fathers of the church. They continued on in their ministry by these words of knowledge and wisdom. But we know these things. These gifts, though, these were also in the Old Testament. So... The scripture I'm really led to talk about is Exodus 3. Now, you Bible scholars may be like, oh yeah, Moses and the burning bush. I know this. Let's talk about this. I was kind of like that too. I'm real excited. I love this story so much. So if you'll just flip your Bibles with me to Exodus 3, and I think I'll read verses 1 through 9. Yeah, so let's do it. It says, Now Moses was pasturing the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock towards the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in blazing fire from the midst of a bush. He looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire, yet the bush was not consumed. So Moses said, I must turn aside now. See this marvelous sight, why the bush is not burning up. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called him from the midst of the brush and said, Moses, Moses. Imagine God saying your name, Lily, Lily, Ethan, Ethan. He said that name, just hearing God say that. Moses said, here I am. Then he said, do not come near here. Remove your sandals from your feet for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. He said also, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. So you see, God confirmed his identity here. Moses may not have necessarily said, are you the God of Abraham? But the Lord confirmed it. So unless God confirms his identity like this to you, you need to ask, are you the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob? Are you Jesus Christ? Did Jesus come in the flesh? You need to test the spirit. Moses here didn't need to because God confirmed it himself. So he says, I am the God of your father. Moses hid his face for he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have given heed to their cry because of their taskmasters, for I am aware of their sufferings. So I have come down to deliver them from the power of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and spacious land to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanite and the Hittite and the Amorite and the, shoot, Perizzite? Sure. <laughs> and the Hivite and the Jebusite. Now behold, the cry of the sons of Israel has come to me. Furthermore, I have seen the oppression which the Egyptians are oppressing them with. So this passage is full of words of knowledge, of facts and truth, but it's not necessarily facts that are applied to one's life. Moses is just tending his flock. Sure, these is this is his people God is talking about. These are his relatives, his cousins and brothers and mothers and sisters. But Moses is very far away from the situation and it doesn't directly concern him. So it just seems like a lot of knowledge God is feeding him. Knowledge that the ground is holy. It said that in verse 5. Knowledge of who God is, the God of us and the God of our fathers, Abraham, 
Isaac, Jacob, says that in verse 6, knowledge that the Hebrew people are indeed deeply afflicted. And not only that, but the Lord has seen them in their struggle. And lastly, knowledge that the Lord looked down on the world injustices and has seen the wrongdoings of the Egyptians against the Israelites. Yeah. He has seen. So there's all this knowledge that Moses is being told about. And maybe he didn't know how bad it had gotten. Like maybe he didn't know that the situation of his people in Egypt has gone far worse. So on the inside, he's just like, wait, my people, it's only gone worse since I've been there. It is bad. When I was growing up in Egypt, how could it get even worse when they were trying to kill us? Oh no, who's taken over the land? The Egyptians are still persecuting him. So there's so much going on that Moses may have not known about and that he could only know about divinely. So this is words of knowledge. But it doesn't stop here. What does Moses have to do with these facts? How does this knowledge apply to him in his own life? What is he to do with what the Lord told him? Now Moses needs insight, skill, wisdom, or suffice. Therefore, come now. Let's continue reading Exodus 3 verse 10. Therefore, come now. I will send you to Pharaoh so that you may bring my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I, that I should go to Pharaoh, that I should bring the sons of Israel out of Egypt? The Lord says, Certainly, I will be with you, and this shall be the sign to you, that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall worship God at this very mountain. Then Moses said to God, Behold, I am going to the sons of Israel, and I will say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. Now they may very well say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them, Lord? God said to Moses, I am who I am. Thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, I am has sent me to you. What shall I say to them? Moses asked the Lord. He received knowledge given to him, but now had the questions, so that the Lord may make his mind understand, so that he may understand his role in God's plan. He needs wisdom. Moses essentially said, Lord, you told me these things. Based off this word of knowledge given to me, this may happen. But the people will ask, who am I? They may wonder, who sent me, Lord? They may wonder, what qualifies me to come with such a word of knowledge? What will I say to them? What will I do? How will these things come about? If Moses didn't have this additive word of wisdom in Exodus 3, 10 through 14, there would be no Exodus. The people wouldn't have left Egypt. He would only have this knowledge. It's like maybe you're a high school student and you're learning all these things. And it's like, where is this going to get me in my life? I don't need to know trigonometry with where I'm going. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Maybe like, Moses is having like well, one of like, those moments. Because like, like, there's okay, things. Okay, Lord, I don't understand tan cosine. Yeah, because like, like, there's, there's like, <laughs> like, why will you need like the these classes? But like most, like, most schools, things that they should be teaching is like how to do your taxes, how to like manage yeah. your money, how to do all these things. Yeah. No one but does it. Unlike trigonometry, unlike trigonometry, this knowledge is actually applicable to well, most yeah. people. And then there's like, there's some things that like aren't useful. And like, it's just like, you're like, how will this ever work in my life? I'm not going to do anything yeah. that will need this. Yeah. Why do I need to do it? <laughs> and essentially, Moses is asking the same questions like, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? Who am I that I should learn geography and the latitude and longitude of the country of Ethiopia? <laughs> like <laughs> The country of Ethiopia. <laughs> yeah. Story of my life. Okay. The country of Ethiopia. <laughs> so, little tangent. 
but I'm just trying to make this story applicable to you. <laughs> so the Lord, he doesn't just cease with words of knowledge. We see this throughout scripture. He doesn't just tell us these obscure facts about people's hearts. He tells us what to do with this information. Maybe sometimes we're just supposed to sit on that knowledge before we do anything, but God will give us this game plan on how to respond because if he didn't, what would be the point of him giving us the knowledge at all? Just like if God just stopped talking at verse 9 in Exodus 3, there would be no point in him telling Moses anything at all because how would he actually free the people? Yeah. How would he actually be that leader of Exodus? The Lord even goes on to say that you will be God and your brother Aaron will be like your prophet, your mouthpiece to Moses. Yes. But he has to know how this will actually come about, what to actually say, because he's not going to just reiterate exactly what God told him. That's not an audience word. That's a personal calling word. Maybe you've received a word like, I am to uh, be a central part of ministry that frees people from human trafficking. And God tells you all these things and all these people to pursue connections with so that you may actually become a part of that ministry. You don't just reiterate the word that God gave you because some things are personal and for your own edification and not for other people's understanding. But you do pursue the direction God gives you. So when Moses does go to Egypt, he doesn't say exactly Exodus 3 verses 1 through 9. He says, I've been sent to you by I am. That's, that's what he needs to say. That's what he was instructed to say. So some words of knowledge and wisdom, it's only for ourselves. It's not for other people to spectate upon or ask questions about. It's just for us to know what to do. And then we will see God's fulfillment, that completion in our lives. And um, those are really the scriptures I wanted to share with you guys. Um, I do have some testimonies. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, I was about to say. Let's go into some testimonies. Um, yeah. Because like we still have like and almost like 40 more minutes. So we're we're, oh, yeah. we're doing great on time. So like yeah, this we're is doing amazing. <laughs> yeah, this is like... So I was about, mm -hmm. like, I was literally about to ask you, do you want to do some testimony? Yeah. So um, the first testimony that I thought about for words of knowledge and wisdom is something that happened this past week, just a few days ago, actually. So um, I was in my own neighborhood passing out invitations for my church's Easter service. Nice. And I approached these townhouses um, just down the street from where I live and a woman answered the door. It is one of the very last townhouses I was going to go to. I know the Lord had highlighted this house to me. And this woman answered the door. And you could just, I could feel her emotions. I could feel that she was trying so hard to keep up this mask and maintain small talk with me, which she did not need to do. Maintain this polite attitude, everything's all right with me. But I looked her in the eyes and she eventually just got quiet. And she stared at me in the eyes for a couple seconds and slowly she started crying, sobbing. I look over my shoulder and I see this angel next to me. And it looks like a heavenly form of the woman that I've been speaking with. It was a guardian angel. So this woman bared, uh, this angel bared some of the same characteristics as this woman did. But it was this heavenly ethereal body and it told me, quick, 
she's been struggling with the urge to run away, to flee. She feels like she's failing. She feels like her friends and her family hates her, but they don't. She wants to run. This, and on the inside, I'm like, oh, a spear of Hagar. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Bible story Hagar of Hagar. You'll find it in Genesis 16. So Hagar was a slave to Sarah and Abraham. And she had done exactly what her master, her mistress Sarah, had told her to do. But Sarah regretted telling Hagar to do some of the things she had done. And I'll just leave it at that. I won't go too far into the story. So when Hagar obeyed Sarah, Sarah abused her because her plans didn't go the way she wanted. Hagar obeyed her and got punished for it. So Hagar ran away, feeling like she had failed, feeling like her friends and her family and her masters and her mistress hated her. But the angel of the Lord came to her and said, he said, Hagar, Sarah's maid, where have you come from and where are you going? And Hagar said, I am fleeing from my mistress. I'm fleeing from Sarah. She's mistreated me. But the Lord told her, return to your mistress and submit yourself to her authority. And he made these promises to her that inspired her to obey him. Then Sarah said, Sarah called him, or Hagar, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hagar called him. You are the God who sees me. I have now seen the God who sees me. So often you see people, maybe, you know, people who have this urge to run away. They're very restless. They've been mistreated and want away from where they've been. They feel like they're failing and they're rejected. That is so common in the world we live in. So when this guardian angel is by my shoulder tells me about this woman in this townhome, I immediately know, oh, this woman is Hagar. She needs to be confronted with the power and grace of our Lord who meets her where she's at. But this angel doesn't stop with telling me she feels like a failure. She's running from her friends and her family. She's about to meet her friends and family tomorrow, and she's grieving it because she feels like they'll only mistreat her. He tells me what to say. He tells me how to pray. Pray against this. Encourage her. You need to be her friend. She needs a friend. She just needs to know that someone actually sees her. Yes. You are the God. I'm not God, but there is a God who sent me to this woman, and she needs to be confronted with the Whoa. God who sees her. She Amen. needs to see the God who sees her. So I look at her, and I'm like, you're not a failure. She's like, I say, your efforts are not going to return to you void. God himself is looking down upon you. Your friends and your family do love you. I'm sorry that it feels like you're only going to be attacked when you see them tomorrow. I get really specific because God gave me this knowledge for a reason. Yeah. I know it may feel like your friends and your family, when you see them, are just going to attack you tomorrow, but that's not going to happen. And I pray against the nightmares and anxiety that attacks you in your sleep and would come to you in your sleep tonight about the stress of this situation. I pray against that in Jesus' name. I pray that you know that you are loved, not just by people, but by God. He sees you. He is the God who sees you. And this speaks with that woman. She starts saying, thank you. God bless you. Thank you. She wasn't a Christian. She wasn't going to go to church on Easter Sunday. She already told me that. But this reached her and now she's blessing me in Jesus name. That's new. This woman wasn't a Christian. She wasn't going to go to church on Easter Sunday. But now she's saying, God bless you. Thank you. Because God gave me that word of knowledge and he told me how to act on it. And I and he gave me the strength to do these things. I did. And um, 
you know, we just talked for some time after that and finished praying together. I'm so grateful for that divine appointment. So, Ethan, got any thoughts on that? <laughs> um, no, it's just that, like, it, it's it's such an amazing thing when God, God, like, it's such an amazing thing when you have, like, when, when, when you get this word and, and, and it, you can just see on people's faces and they, and what, by what they say that, like, it reached them and they understood what you just said to them. And and it's, it's such amazing thing because especially like when you're telling people like words of like words for them or a vision that you had them like that's that's just incredible and so yeah yeah so uh, um another testimony how many you got I want to include one more really this is what God told me to include. okay do another it another came about when I was working to deliver someone and I was with two of my elders. But this one, this this person wasn't receiving full deliverance. Like we could tell, there was still something that needed to break off from this person's soul. So we're praying. What else is there? Lord, tell us, reveal it to us, so that this person may be set free. And eventually, God just takes my tongue, and I say, I tell the spirit of incubus and succubus to come out of this person right now. Yes. And they start trembling. They start trembling hard and sobbing and nearly fall to the floor and we got to keep them up so they don't hit their head or anything. Oh. I had never heard of incubus and succubus, however, and I have no idea what I just said. But um, I just, I did research after that. What, what are these spirits? What did I just pray against? What just came out of that person? You know, if God used me as a vessel for deliverance from these spirits, I want to actually know what they are. So I do some research and incubus and succubus are both spirits to do with sexual immorality. So some of you guys may be familiar with some wacky story in Genesis where these fallen angels come and um, actually have sex with some women on earth and they produce these wicked children, these wicked demonic children. And these spirits are kind of similar to these. Um, I'm not sure if they're like of the same um, actual cloth, but um, they function very similarly. So this term, these terms, incubus and succubus, they were used in medieval Christianity to refer to spirits or demons that had sexual intercourse specifically with sleeping men and women. They used to lie upon sleeping individuals and have sex with them to beget children. So I desire to bring this up because I sense that there is someone listening to this broadcast that is having very lustful dreams. Maybe you're even married and you're having dreams where you're having sex with a man who's not your husband or a woman who's not your wife. And I want to shed light on that because I thought, well, of course, that's spiritual warfare. But I didn't know that there's two horrible and infamous spirits that are actually tied to that exact sexual immorality in cubis and succubus. So, you know, I received that word of knowledge in that deliverance session in cubis and succubus. I didn't know what these words looked like. I only knew how to pronounce them because God just said them to me. 
and he tells me to pray against them, just like he told Ezekiel to prophesy against these prophets of Israel. So I say, I speak against, in Jesus' name, these spirits of incubus and succubus. And that's when breakthrough happened. It wouldn't have been enough for me to just receive the word of knowledge. Incubus and succubus is in this person. No, pray against them. You do not stop there. It is not something you just halt to. Oh, I know what's up. Okay, that's enough for me. I can stop now. I'm good. That's all I needed to know. Thank you. Have a good day. That's not it. That's not it. We have to actually do something or else why would God give us that knowledge? I know I've already said that this show, but it's so important. So, you know what? This is strange, Ethan. I know we've never done this, but I think that we should just... I'm getting aware of knowledge right now and wisdom. I think we need to pray against some demons that are attacking our listeners. You know what? I was just about to say that. Yep. It's because we're hearing from the same God. <laughs> so, of course, we're getting um, some similar okay. words of knowledge. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, everyone with heads bowed and eyes closed, unless you're driving, unless you're driving, do not close your eyes. Let's just say if that one more time. You guys will pray with me. This um, this phrase, Lord, let the Holy Spirit indwell my heart alone. Lord, let the Holy Spirit enter my heart alone. Let Him have no roommates in my house. Just you alone, God. Let him have no roommates in my house except for you, God. Mm. Lord, I pray, and let's, I'll just pray now. Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit falls so heavily yes. upon our listeners right now. Yes. Meet them where they're at. God, let nothing of this world, of these infernal powers, retain any ground of their spirit. There is no occupancy. There is no possession anymore in Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, it is you alone who rests on them, who rests within them, who works through them, enters through them, and out of them. God, I pray. That people are encounter you as deeply and undeniably and memorably as Hagar did on that desert road in Genesis 16. Lord, I pray that you meet these people where they're at. Don't let Satan tell them to keep running anymore. Lord, I pray against any demonic spirit that urges these people forward to keep running. God, I pray that you stop them right now where they're at. Maybe they have a knife in their head and they're ready to commit suicide, or maybe they are just, maybe they're just doubting and their minds are running astray in these thoughts. No matter what, God, meet them where they're at right now. Do not let this Hagar spirit drive them forward anymore. Lord, I pray that you meet them with your healing, with your grace, and with your kindness, and you beckon us to repentance. Let us not procrastinate repentance and faith any longer, but instead, Jesus, ooh, instead, Jesus, the day of salvation is today. Let us know this, God, and yield to it. God, I thank you that we are not only saved, but we are set free. Lord, I thank you that deliverance from demons is for the believers. Deliverance from demons being within us, possessing mm -hmm. us, or even on us and influencing us. That is for those who are saved by you already. God, I pray that once you clean out these people's houses of these filthy, wicked, and evil spirits, <laughs> Let it not stop there, but Lord, make this house yes, your God, home. Yes, God, yes, God, yes, God. Make this house your home and dwell in it alone and let the demons not come again with their friends. 
Mm-mm. with their temptation. And Lord, I pray that all who listening know that it is not the Lord who tempts. He may test us, but it's not you who tempts, God. Let us distinguish between you and Satan. Let us discern rightfully who you have made us to be. You have made us to have fellowship with you and to walk with you, God, not to run away from you. And I thank you, Lord. I pray a mighty act of deliverance right now on all those who are listening. Let pride not grasp us and tell us that you have no demons. You've been a Christian for years. You're too good for this. I speak against that spirit of religion of pride right yes. now. Yes. Yes, God. Deliverance is for the saved. God delivered his people from Egypt. Not those who were strangers to them. Not atheists, but the Hebrews. Not Buddhists, but the Hebrews. Not those who had never known him before, but those who were born of his nation. And Lord, I pray that as these people people are set free and have your Holy Spirit. Let your gifts and your calling, which is irrevocable God, come upon them. Lord, give them words of knowledge and wisdom of what to do and say. Give them discernment and interpretation of what things mean and what to do with that information. Lord, I pray that you fill their mouths up right now with your heavenly language of tongues, God. Let your gifts fall on all those listening, all your sons and your daughters who are meant to prophesy, and the old men that will dream dreams, and the young men that will have visions oh lord thank you for your promises in jesus name i pray all these things amen i'm gonna i'm gonna i want to say this quick prayer so with with heads bowed and eyes closed just um Heavenly Father, I just I pray for all the listeners on the show on uh, that are listening right now, uh, no matter where they are at or, or what 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 day they're listening to the uh, this this. Um, I, I just I pray that any spirit that would that's uh, or attack from the enemy that's coming on them and keeping them away from having a relationship with you, we pray that they would break off right now. You have no place in in the person. That is watching the screen. Get out. You have no right. Heavenly Father, we just we pray right now. We pray that you would that that the that you would just light a fire inside of their hearts for you, Heavenly Father. We pray that you would you would you would just send your guardian angels to watch over them and to protect them from any attack over the enemy. It says in Psalms 91. It says that 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 they would they will lift the angels will lift them in their hands and that they would they would not cast the foot on their stone and we just we pray right now in the mighty name of jesus that that your guardian angels would just lift them up in their arms and that so that they would not hit their foot against the stone heavenly father we just we pray that they would that that you just protect them and you and that you would be with them right now in the mighty name of jesus heavenly father we we pray that that they would just receive right now in the mighty name of Jesus. They would just receive. We pray that you would give them peace, Heavenly Father. We pray that you would be with them. We pray that you would sh- that you would that you would just comfort them, Heavenly Father. We pray that you would ju- just guide them, Heavenly Father. We pray for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow. <laughs> Okay, any final thoughts? No, I don't think so. I think I said them all in my prayer. <laughs> How about you, Ethan? Uh, uh me too. Uh, uh, I just, I, I, I've had... S- Sorry, I think I lost my audio for just a second there. 
Ethan, your your mic is muted. <laughs> My bad. That's why I can't hear you. I may have accidentally muted myself. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't been able to hear you for the last solid minute. I may have accidentally pressed a button on my mic- on my mouse. Dang it! <laughs> okay, let me restart. Thank you for sticking with us through all of that, through all of our series. And I have one final point. And my final point today, I would like to ask you if you want, if you know what your spiritual gifts are. If you don't, do you want to, do you want to find out what your spiritual gifts might be? If so, I've found some tests that can help you explore your spiritual gifts. Links to the following test can be see can be wow will be in the show description down below so the first one is life way christian resources uh spiritual gift survey the next one is spiritual gift tests and then the last one is team ministry spiritual gifts survey uh hold on let me redo all my things uh, the last one is the one that Radiant uses. Um, all of these sites have a test that you can, that you take, and then they will provide you with an easy understanding answer. We never want to end the show without giving you the opportunity to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If you do not have a personal relationship with him, you can. It is not too late. And if today's that day and you want to get right with God, we are all going to pray this prayer with you. So with head bowed and eyes closed, unless you're driving, repeat after me. <laughs> Say, dear God. Dear God. I know that I've sinned. I know that I've sinned. But I believe. But I believe. That Jesus died in my place. That Jesus died in my place. And God, you raised him from the dead. And God, you raised him from the dead. So Jesus. So Jesus. I confess. I confess. That you are Lord. That you are Lord. Please be Lord of my life. Please be Lord of my life. Wash away my sin. Wash away my sin. And give me the power to follow you. And give me the power to follow you. Amen. Amen. Now, if you said that simple prayer, we believe that you have been born again. And we would love to share in this with you. You can write us at choice at waymaker.rmrr.life. And we would be happy to celebrate with you and welcome you into the family. Uh, oh, and to keep you on track with your decision and to combat the enemy, we would recommend that you. the next step after that is to get yourself into a good Bible reading. Bible teaching. Bible teaching. Holy Spirit led church. I have Stop it! <laughs> That's my line. You stole it. Ashley, I think it's Heat's line. It technically <laughs> is, but it's mine because I'm the host. So you, you stole it. That's ass. rude. You stole it. That's rude. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, da, 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 da. All right. Hold on, I, hold on. I need to organize. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Thank you for joining us today. And as a reminder, if you like if you like today's show and the show's content, we encourage you to share it with your friends, family, loved ones, coworkers, etc. Because sharing is caring. Mm -hmm. And remember, check out waymaker.rmrr.live for all the latest information and updates about the show. Please like and subscribe to the show's YouTube page. Podcasts of the show are available on all of your favorite podcast providers. Uh, please check out the, sh the show archive page on the Way Waymaker website for a listing of which podcast providers you can find us on. 
follow us on Facebook and the show's website for all the latest updates and information about the show. If you like the show and the show's content and feel led to donate to us, there are links to do so on the on the website down below in the description. And for those watching on the video on your on your screen over there somewhere down probably down there down there. <laughs> <laughs> down there so near miss lily all co all donations go to hosting fees service uh software equipment and wherever the holy spirit loads directs us to give <laughs> and remember get yourself into a good bible believing bible teaching holy spirit led church <clears throat> plug into the groups and discipleship opportunities and serve in any way you can thank you for joining us and be blessed goodbye Thank you for listening to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio.